The Wannabes, episode 11 of season 2. My name is JD. And this is your boy Wasabi. JD, happy Valentine's Day, my guy. Happy V-Day, the V-Day special. We got this early on in the day, so we're not interrupting any uh, SO plans, but hey man, every uh, every Valentine's Day you gotta spend some time with the boys, you know, show the Yo, love. Of course, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe we'll just make this thumbnail like one of those like really... Uh, really funny and uh gaudy like valentine's day e-cards well i saw i saw a meme you know the meme of like turning around like holding the girlfriend's hand and turning around looking at the other girl oh yeah i saw an updated version where it's two of them back to back so two guys are looking so it should just be like the four of us but we're both looking at each other holding oh, hands with our girlfriends really funny that is really funny yeah that might be the move but anyway that might be the move yeah <laughs> um <laughs> This morning, we we got a little session in, um, shorter than I would have liked. Um, mm-hmm. Morning Melee feels like it's always... I even texted you after, like, the second game. I'm like, dude, this is some morning-ass Melee. Like, this, this, we're, we're doing some good stuff, and then all of a sudden, we're just doing, like, terrible SDs and, like, shit DI and stuff. So, I, we didn't have enough time to, like, really get a, a good groove going, but... Um, yeah, you said that you were hitting some stuff, and that you... you had some stories to tell for this week. You kept it very vague off camera, so let's let's hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I was just really, I really wanted to play you, because uh, I wanted that fox ditto practice. I wanted that nice fox ditto practice, and uh, it was because I stumbled upon like a wealth of information. I forgot one aspect of like improvement that like I haven't done honestly in a while, which was, which was watching other people's analysis vods. Hmm. And okay. and funny enough, I didn't. This isn't from Dark Fox. I'm chatting on another content creator slash former top player, still a top player, just inactive top player. Fiction, hmm. and 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 I stumbled upon his Fox Ditto stuff, and and the way he talks about the game and stuff like that. You you know, like I know we met him. You talked with him a little bit more in Albany than I did that night. I remember, but the dude's so smart, like. Yeah. Like, it's so crazy that someone that smart, like, fell in love with Melee and put all of that knowledge into the game. And hearing him talk about Melee is, is really ridiculous. And and so I've been kind of binging a lot of his analysis on, on Foxo and Fox Falco. And I was just really happy that I got to test a lot of it out uh, in our in our what was a very short Melee practice sesh. So that was all this week that you're like, you just kind of mainlined fiction material? Yeah, yeah. No, I really just focused on fiction, focused on, you know, really one matchup, which is the Ditto. Because um, I was playing Billy Bo Peep and I just got absolutely outclassed, like mm-hmm. absolutely like outclassed by him. And I was like, God damn it. Like, of course, Billy Bo Peep's one of like the fastest rising players, you know, in in the game right now but also like i got clapped and so I, I started doing analysis for there and and i was like oh like maybe i'll try something different you know maybe i won't go the drug fox round maybe i'll try fiction and the way he explained some things like felt more a little bit more intuitive to me like off off the book and 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 it was really interesting and so before our even our practice session like i was like on top of warming up, re-listening to like key parts of the VOD that I wanted to like remind myself, I like made like pulled out a notepad and wrote like six goals that I was like aiming for for the friendly session and really, really honing in on those. And I thought it it was I, I felt pretty happy with like the the results, even if it was like a short time and and I know you were still ramping up and stuff like that. But yeah, overall, I think, like, that was such, like, an underrated part of, like, improvement that I, like, totally forgot about mm-hmm. that I haven't done, like, since since a year ago, right? Since pre-COVID. And I think that, like, it's making me think about, like, how to structure my, like, training weeks a little bit better. And then also how to go into a friendly session and possibly trying to do analysis before a friendly session if i set it up at the right time which is what i did like for you right yeah that's that's really smart i mean that's kind of um what you'd think is an ideal way to learn and improve is like set things up 
I mean, from where I'm coming from, I'm my goals are like <laughs> have, have scaled back so dramatically, you know, mm-hmm. um, just as I get used to the new controller. So press L to light shield is my goal. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like shit like that. Right, right, right. And so right, when, yeah. when you're coming at me with like the hard hitting combos and I, I, you know, the this week I mostly was just playing on ranked trying to find like bad players to test my buttons against. Um, mm. It was kind of a good, um, not necessarily whiplash, but like kind of a pull into like, okay, this is where I'm shooting for. Like this is the level I need to be playing. So let's just like cut the you know uh, what's what's the analogy for it like solder the wound you know just like fucking put a bunch of flame to this open cut and make sure you're mm-hmm. uh you're feeling the pain and that's what happened you know i definitely had to um really zone in to keep up which is healthy and from the perspective of you coming in and like getting those com- the first thing you did was shine spike me i remember that clear as day <laughs> I'm like, so happy about that. Yeah. Were you? Good. Good for <laughs> yes. you. Yes. Glad yes. you're happy about that. I love, I love, I love, I love getting the stocks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Whatever. But um, overall, yeah, I, I definitely wanted to like see how that like evolved and maybe we'll play later. We'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, it's really smart to, to go into a friendly session with actual goals. I think a lot of people don't especially with unranked as like the most viable quickest option to play games it's sort of just get in there and try to win or try to like i don't know have the generalized play well as the goal mm-hmm. um so that's I, th- I think that's probably the best thing you could do yeah i think like with the notes thing it really really helped kind of focus in on like because like we there's like a million things to improve on the game and you just can't do that all the time you know you can't improve on everything at once it's like very stepwise step function-esque and so you know if you just aim to work on like i think like two or three things like each week like it it adds up right Mm -hmm. it's it's like over 150 things you've improved on over like a span of a year which sounds like a lot right even if you split it over what like eight to ten matchups right like Mm -hmm. that's crazy but i think like i forgot how well that works for me because before i used to like right like we'd prep for hax's nightclub or like i knew that like okay like i'm playing joe tonight or like oh panos is coming over or miso's coming over so i'm gonna I i should brush up on like the falcon stuff and like i'm doing that like while i was commuting to work each day right or like oh i'm going over to see hax or i'm going over to see rishi you know like and so like really prepping for like that specific matchup and like it's so easy with how accessible melee is to just like you know pick up the controller go on rank and and start playing and and i totally forgot how well i guess i had the formula like Mm -hmm. i just had the formula for it like pre-covid and it's funny it took me a, a year granted like there were a lot of other stressors this this and you know that happened this past year for understandable reasons but you know it's it's i just forgot how like solid that formula for for sex success at least for me uh works out and and so i'm pretty happy about it i was pretty stoked and also fiction is a fucking genius of a player <laughs> and like he he like he broke down full hop mix-ups to me like i started full hopping more recently and he broke down like where it's good why it's good and like the mix-ups and the counterplays like to it in a way that like i'm like oh i get why full hop is really good you know like i i I get it now i'm not just like oh i think full hopping is good here or oh i see other players full hopping here so i'm gonna full hop as well Mm -hmm. like there's like a specific reason and rhyme of when i'm choosing that option and so i don't know i i'm just really happy because i think i'm seeing the game through a very very fresh lens at the moment which is really nice yeah that's awesome i think rediscovering things that work for us is kind of an undersold like goal we should have i think especially now yeah you can, stressors is a is an understatement for the past year but i yeah, mean right. i guess it is all encompassing um i think because everything got thrown into chaos like you know i think every person had things that worked or didn't work and now 
that was all thrown away. And there's an instinct to kind of feel like we need to either reimagine ourselves or like work from zero. But I think just figuring out what worked before and Mm -hmm. then just saying, hey, like that was something good. Hold on. I need to turn my heater off. That's going to be a background noise. Yeah, no worries. We'll just pause. I'm going to go to pee then. I'll be right back. Okay. Um, yeah, what I was basically what I was saying is like, I don't think it's as complicated as like starting from scratch or anything like that. It's really just looking back at what worked and bringing, you know, obviously you're not on the subway anymore. <laughs> you know, there's, there's physical yeah. places you're not going to end up. You're not going to be able to play hacks or Rishi next to them and whatever. But the idea of, yeah, preparing for a friendly session or watching VODs and analysis and like taking notes on that. Those are things that, you know, for me, that was just waking up and grinding for 20 minutes every day, like keeping myself warm consistently. That's something I haven't been doing. And it's just like hearing you talk about your pre-COVID stuff. It's like, oh shit, why don't I just like, why don't I write in the mornings? Like, why don't I just practice for 20 minutes in the mornings? You know, like these very, very simple things that you know, attributed to a time where I felt like I was on in like an upward slope. It's just putting those pegs back in place and seeing how it works out. You know, I think that's Mm -hmm. obviously there's more to it. Like we still need to adapt to the, our new environments and, you know, grow and not just like look to the past for every answer, but in terms of trying to get back to a sense of normalcy or like, what we used to feel was positive it's as easy as just like trying the uh trying the old playbook again you know yeah i mean we don't need to reinvent the wheel you know i think that's the thing i mean i'm i'm subject to this as well a lot of the time but like trying to when trying to look for new answers or like oh how do i do this like it it you know we we think it has to be like completely brand new right like something that we've never done before mm-hmm. but but really it's not like we we're you know everyone knows themselves to like a pretty good degree you know and and there's stuff that works that like it's like oh yeah like there's no reason to like not do this like to try to reinvent the wheel and stuff like that even with like the new like work from home you know mostly stay at home for good re- you know responsibility and and social goodness sake right mm-hmm. like there's no reason to like change it up i mean that's what i felt mostly like even when yeah no i mean it was just so refreshing honestly and to, to see it in like a different lens and like i don't know the game feels very exciting to me right now because of it yeah yeah that's good that's good i mean you definitely have a lot of things that are working really well in your game I mean, I'm I'm excited to like figure out what I need to do to get back in to to make these games even again. You know, I, I see it in front of me, and I'm like, all right, he's obviously grinding. I need to step up to like meet him where he's at, and that's also exciting too to like to feel like an underdog. Um, so we'll see you. I'll see you next week on that friendly sesh. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Make it longer. Yeah. I'll, Schedule with Ash first. Well, she came home from Costco and had a bunch of shit, and like the, that's fair. That's the fair. dog was freaking out. I'm like, I got it. I can't yeah, just yeah. no. I, I understand. Sit I here and fucking play my game. Um, Quick tangent before we go to the next thing. Uh, as I cut you off, sure. Did you know what's funny? Is I feel like the box is forcing me to think about the game more in a slower way because I just don't have the the inherent muscle memory of a GameCube controller anymore. 
So, like, to get an advantage in the game, I feel like I have to, like, think about the game and the neutral situation a lot more than I, like, was in the controller. And it's not just because, like, I'm trying to, like, think about it, but it's because, like, it's just very apparent I can't move as fast with the box yet. That makes sense. So I, And so it's really funny that a controller that lets you move faster is forcing me to play a little slower. Well, at least for now. For now, yeah. Which is, like, the only way to make it work for you is to accept, like, okay, I can't do the exact same things as before. Like, that's physically impossible. So you got to take your time and you got to, you know, realize what works. That's, like, the fiction, like, Cody school of thought. You know, that's how they got so good is that they just Mm -hmm. broke it down to, like, we're going to do these 11 things so fucking good that it's you know because fox is such a broken character that yeah. as long as we do these 11 things 95 percent accurate then you know you're gonna win most of your games and so yeah yeah that's like how you gotta do it exactly it's so crazy i'm finding myself like sometimes like getting hit and like getting zero to death because like i find myself just like standing in game trying to figure out the positions and and what i need to do in the neutral and like the threat ranges and 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 the and what the opponent wants to do are they trying to protect themselves or are they trying to take space and then and then what i have to do as a counter so sometimes i get blown up because like i'm just watching the game right <laughs> while playing it it's really really funny when those moments happen even when i get like fucked up for it yeah i could see like extra aggressive players giving you a hard time yeah yeah super yeah yeah all right maybe it, that's tough maybe that's my strat going forward so just turn on the uh the old jets get in there i mean when you play fast you're playing good like uh i remember the last the last game before you had to dip that pokemon game you definitely moved a lot faster and like took less of like a beat waiting for like what i would do Mm -hmm. yeah that's why i was sad to go whatever that's uh that we'll we'll pick it up next time um yeah yeah definitely and speaking of speed one of the topics i really wanted to talk about was something we've we've mentioned before and that's the idea of like sprinting right Mm -hmm. so this is outside of the melee context but it's still kind of in in the zone of like working on things and trying to improve and all that um so the idea of sprinting right um i had a conversation with a friend just a short aside where Mm -hmm. i was watching like a youtube video and in the pre-roll, she came up as an actor in the commercial. It was like a three and a half minute commercial. And she was like the lead actor. Um, Interesting. Selling these blankets or whatever. And of course, I watched the whole thing. So I was like, holy shit, that's Sam, you know. And um, sent her the, a picture of like, hey, I saw you. That's so cool. And, you know, we just started talking about like creativity during COVID. Um her perspective is very similar to mine where like she's just trying like she's living at home you know because she lived in uh, brooklyn and she moved back to the bronx like she can't do the thing she wanted to do she had an improv show her a first improv show with her new troupe on march 14th or something that got canceled so her life got completely thrown into the shitter and in order for her to like rediscover creativity and like getting into the zone and improving and and writing and that sort of thing the biggest thing we started talking about was this idea of sprinting and and having our energy come in like short powerful bursts which i know me and you have had that conversation too of like Mm -hmm. that's we're both in that kind of field where if one of us is sprinting the other one is like like catching their breath and then it seems to pad back and forth so before I go on, I'm curious, like, do you, where do you feel you are in your cycle right now in terms of like improving in melee and practicing and all that? Or do you think that you're kind of in a more steady place? I feel like right now, honestly, I'm like just trying to find balance and consistency more than anything. Mm. So I think like when I don't feel motivated right now, it's not because like I'm bored, but rather because I feel like so stressed or or burned out to do things like like melee and stuff like that and so for me right now it's about finding like balance and and consistency as i said and it it was tough with the move and you know i'm getting as i told you getting into pokemon cards and stuff like that and i actually am enjoying the hobby but 
it's crazy with the scalpers and everything so i can't dedicate like as much time in it as i want to sure and so i had to even like develop like a game plan for that of like okay like it's just so that i'm not checking ebay or listings like 24 7 you know right um but right now in in melee and and in work and and everything else in my creative endeavors i just feel like i'm i'm pretty i'm getting close to where i want to be in balance where I, i'm like happy with like my top priorities which is like work relationship and like melee and then the next thing i want to add now that i'm not so stressed and burnt out is is more like towards the physical health side so i started i was able to start running again finally and and doing weights oh doggo hey you're our mascot yeah <laughs> bye very very cute uh yeah so really that so i don't think i i have like a right now a drive for cr new creative endeavors and i've had those bursts like over christmas and stuff like that but i definitely i'm definitely finding my groove in things right now with like my top priorities nice so what do you think was like the catalyst to change kind of your um your attitude towards it to like be like okay this on and off cycle is unacceptable i need to like bring it here and find the same satisfaction of a consistent you know upswing rather than you know because sprints feel really good you know and so yeah they do being able to get off of that high and that like almost drug of it like did, mm -hmm. how was that transition working for you right now yeah, I think the biggest thing for me was, like, expectations and, and forgiveness, honestly. Mm. The fact that, like, I, I expected, I was talking with this with my therapist, was, like, I thought that once I moved to California, like, especially, like, the fall and winter was, like, very shitty in some moments. And, and you know, we've talked off camera about, like, the family stuff and, 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 and obviously, like, COVID stuff and the job stuff and stuff like that and and so i think once i like got to california i expected like all of that to kind of like suddenly wash away but i wasn't realizing how hard it would take like how long it would take to get like settled to like unpack everything to make a new space feel like home and comfortable like right we got that day bed maybe a few episodes ago right like only like two or three episodes ago it was in the background you don't see any boxes really anywhere now and so that and then like forgiveness of like that it will take time because i just like wanted it like immediately right and 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 really being and then really having to like start with like simple stuff like so for me when i get really stressed or burnt out like i um oh shoot my coworker told me there was a term for it but it's like revenge something yeah revenge like like or... staying up late revenge yeah, yeah. revenge sleep time procrastination i mean that's a term that's those, those are words jd that you string together uh Re it's revenge something it's revenge yeah revenge bedtime procrastination okay cool that's that's it that's the medical term so <laughs> uh and so i was staying up late and, and doing that and it just wasn't good for me so like I, you know one goal for one week was just like get the bedtime in order and then i had more then i found out i had more energy for work so i got work in order and then I started pulling in melee and I had melee in order. And it came with some sacrifices. Like I had to tone down like the somewhat obsessive sprint of Pokemon cards and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But like just finding out and like being honest, like, ah, like I'm having a tough time finding balance and not being too hard on yourself and working on it like piecemeal is is what got me to like where I well yeah like how i feel right now which is like pretty balanced and i think like it's similar to melee right you can't just like do everything all at once you have to start with like maybe the edge guarding and then move to the punish game then think about like the individual percents and then and then think about the neutral into it you know it, it all flows into each other right yeah i think that's that's really on board with at least where my intellectual side is agreeing with you right it's like yeah it mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense and i think most people would would agree that yeah those are you know it, i guess it's like an easier said than done but that sounds a little more dismissive than i'd like mm -hmm. i guess where i'm at right now like i did the, the just the sheer fact that my background is different is indication of like hopefully not another sprint but another burst and 
this is another thing this is what i wrote down is like sprints versus waves of energy like just the way we talk about these things because Mm. a sprint has a lot of implications of you can't keep it up you will run out of energy and you have to slow down right like that is what a sprint is but a wave is a natural like it it is inevitable there's there's always ups and downs like that's how waves work and they can carry momentum like you can ride the wave and at the same time you could like succumb to it like if you've if you treat this this like oncoming energy whatever the catalyst is like maybe you have a good date night or maybe you have a good friendly session or you get a compliment at work like some sort of pickup there's the it's coming like that you're going to have that rush of energy that wave of energy and for me i you know i've been eyeing like this for example my my looper which i haven't touched since i moved here i finally broke it out and like set it up and started playing with it again and you know even though by the end of the day i didn't like make a new song i just kind of repositioned my computer and got everything set up I had utilized that wave of energy to like give me more energy again, like just setting my physical space up to be able to repeat it. Um, Same thing with like my room, you know, my room for the longest time was like a crazy mess. Just, we put all of our junk in here in order to like have it be somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so we had one weekend, a few weekends ago where we just started cleaning it and, utilize that huge rush to like get my space up to get the pads in the background like bookshelf set up like have it be less of a stressful zone and then you know by the end of it my energy was still lower than the peak but now it found like a higher floor you know and i guess that's what my goal for this week is is to kind of reimagine what my habits are when it comes to energy and productivity it's more about like capturing the waves and and managing my natural rhythm rather than like oh it's sprint time like fire the gun dash 100 yards and see how far i can get before i have to like you know get a glass of gatorade and and stretch you know what i mean yeah and your legs like give out and you're yeah like easing on the floor and immobile and you pulled your back and right can't do anything for like, the next week yeah it's super unhealthy to be to say how far can i go like how many things can i make how many podcasts can i uh uh edit before i like th- you know burn out so hard that i need to take a week off like that you know th- it makes sense in the moment you're like oh i have this energy like let's just utilize it and that's the danger of it right is as we said like sprints feel really good they feel amazing when you're in it because you, at the end of the day, you're like, oh shit, you know, I got this done. Like I'm ready to keep going and it could last a week, two weeks, three weeks. Um, but I think, you know, if, if you're just going full steam ahead, the, the crash is coming. And then sometimes the crash just like makes it that much harder to get your inertia back up. It's, it's, it's just a matter of reframing, I think. And, and that's my goal. Yeah. I I definitely agree with it. I think it starts with also small steps and recognizing like also small wins and like giving yourself like a pat on the back, like good shit for for the room, you know, and it looks great. It looks like it's coming along. And like, you know, thinking back, like I said, sleep was the first step, but honestly, the first step was also like setting like realistic boundaries and goals. Like I think like Pilar and I, like Pilar started her second semester of grad school. So she has so many books to read and, and work's been crazy as I told you Mm -hmm. about as well. And so like, I think we just had a hard rule that like Saturday, we don't do anything aside from deciding like what our grocery list is. And then we do chores like Sunday morning and like early afternoon and then we crank it out then. But like Saturday, like we don't touch it all. Like it is for relaxing we don't do anything we can kind of be lazy and veg out and like it made the like unpacking a little bit slower but it also just made it sustainable right right like we were able to keep it and it's so nice now that we don't have to unpack but and but like really it was like just that decision making was like so crucial in in finding something consistent 
because it's like yeah of course you like moved into a new home and you want to like have it look good but like you know you have to also just look out for yourself first and foremost and take care of yourself yeah hard agree man i guess it's just a matter of you know i i think hard rules and like setting stuff up is something i've tried i think it does work for some people and just to give Mm -hmm. like my perspective on it like i'm i'm of the mind where i look for like signs and triggers rather than like setting because once i set up like a schedule for myself i don't want to do anything on the schedule like once i once i make it established like all right this is my day for this and like blah 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 it unless it's meetings for work then it's very easy to just like you know click on the meeting link but for in terms of like scheduling my day out it it just not for me right um Mm -hmm. but for other people definitely works so i think i think what i need to recognize is like okay what works for me is to realize if i'm working like if i do some good work and i'm you know in the zone between 9 and 10:30 right i get a solid chunk of whatever it is done and then i start to like you know slack a little bit maybe i put on a podcast and then i t- turn off the podcast go to youtube and i'm just watching youtube and then you know and i get into that little rut it's like recognizing the trigger and immediately taking myself out of it right like doesn't matter what i do i i have like 10 different things i could do that are productive it's like walking the dog or you know like taking a box outside that deserves to be in recycling like little things mm-hmm. like that it's just the yeah as you said small like almost it, it can't it can't be too small like it literally can't there's no yeah. there's nothing that like you could literally just like wipe off your desk and like walk over to the garbage and put it in and as long as the next thing you do is like another micro decision of good or bad like that is how you kind of can can kind of force the wave back into that upward trajectory um so yeah i think i think you know as we're <laughs> getting dude we're getting slammed with snow like every week over here like yeah that's tough winter that, that one winter's so much worse than last year <laughs> it's like ridiculously worse but um you know, as we're kind of getting out of it, and I see right now like some icicles melting, which is uh, a positive sign. I'm sure it'll freeze yet again, but you know, mm-hmm. this is an opportunity to like not rely on the weather breaking to fix my mood, or you know, a, a warm day to give me you know the energy to do X Y Z. It's like let me let me see if I can make this happen myself first. Um, and you know get back into creating stuff and you know hopefully that uh that translates to all aspects and and all that shit Mm -hmm. so that's my little spiel you know no it's important and and what works for me doesn't work for you also i mean like for me like rules and and the schedule help just because it's like i have adhd so like having that sort of structure to like focus myself helps but like yeah like definitely stay true to yourself hell yeah um speaking of you want to take a little break yeah yeah that sounds good okay all right so we're back i know we have one question and you just told it to me i'm really excited for it so i was thinking let's just kind of get in into the weeds with it a little bit yeah i think there's a lot to talk about so we could dedicate the second half i mean oh man that quote though was so good i just like can't stop thinking about it but <laughs> i'll uh we'll, we'll push forward uh so yeah. the question is pretty simple but it's kind of a two-parter does top 100 feel attainable in melee if so why does it feel like success in content creation is different hmm. so basically they have a short follow-up saying you know, people feel like if they put everything aside and put melee at the head of their lives, they could make top 100. But yeah. for whatever reason, you know, content creation feels like a completely different beast to be successful at. And I, I tend to agree that there is a pretty stark distinction, but uh, I'm curious where your head's at with this question. Yeah. Okay. So, so is 
Okay, so it's a multifaceted question, right? So is top 100 attainable is the first part of that, right? Mm -hmm. And absolutely. I think, like, anyone can get top 100, honestly, like, if they put in the work and, like, it takes time. Like, it's not going to be overnight. Like, there's very few that can do it in three years, even if, like, there's a quote from Fiction a few years ago being, like, you could do it in three years. And, like, we've seen Cody and, and Zayn do it and stuff like that. But, like... There's so many good players that it took them years, right? Ginger's been playing for like what ten plus years before he got it. Rishi too. Um, Dark Tooth I know took five years, and that was big on him. So like, yeah, like I think people just kind of get rushed, and like when they like get close to it, and then don't reach it, then like that's that's the pressure cooker. Like that's the test when you have to prove yourself. Like mm -hmm. I know, um, like for example, Big Kid, right? He was a top one hundred contender last year, and he and he missed it like by a little bit uh but like not to have that like be the end of the story right i mm -hmm. think is, is big same with um reeve right reeve was one mr 101 for the for the longest time right right uh and both incredibly great players i'm, I'm just stating the fact i think the thing with it is though that like why is it different from content creation and like even if there is a group of 100 like even if there's a group of panelists deciding your rank kind of somewhat arbitrarily through through their own perception and that being compiled that is way more structured and you have way more control over it because you can control your wins and losses mm. like nico beating here's a great example nico right nico be beating wizrobe at genesis like, there's no way that you beat Wizrobe and not make top 50. Right. Arguably top 40, top 30 for him, honestly, mm -hmm. with, the, with the wins that he has. But but that's the thing, is, like, that is black and white. And I think for, like, human society, like, like black and white stuff is easier to understand. So I feel like top 100 is more attainable because even if at the end process is is people deciding what your worth is and rank as a player you control your wins and losses to an extent and so no one can deny you from beating wizro for example for nico's sake right like similar to me getting 14th in nyc right like pre-covid it's like no one could say i didn't beat smuckers sure that carried that shit carried me to 14 to be honest uh but i think with content creation it's only the perception of others so you can be putting out really really good content and and it could not be reaching the right people people it might just not work with people also it's not just about melee like skill like it's not about the skill of being a good content creator but it's about like lots of soft skills like how do you market yourself how do you structure the videos i know ludwig put out a recent video of like how to be a streamer content creator where he like really uh broke it down like about like having a story each each video telling a story like a intro the content of it and a conclusion right and 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 that's a really good i mean it's just writing a paper pretty much but in video format hmm. and so there's a lot of soft skills to it too you know it's not just like oh i'm gonna turn on the camera and do it and for some people it works like that and and that is the exception to the rule but i think it's not one shouldn't assume that for themselves if that makes sense until like it's kind of proven and and it's so arbitrary, right? Like what thumbnail, like every kind of video you put out kind of is a little bit of a lottery, right? Like is the thumbnail fire and people will click on it. Like think about this this guy's toast, right? Like he just did one really good Among Us game, made it into a really good video. And now he doesn't have to, he has the same thumbnail pretty much every time. He has the same like titling every single time. And he just makes the number a right. little bit higher and it works because, because he hit the lottery already. Um, but there, there isn't that lottery aspect in Melee. You know, you have to sit down, play them, be the better player in those three to five games. Yeah. No, I think that's a, a, a amazing kind of all-encompassing answer. Um, I guess trying to, if I could find holes to try to fill with what you're talking about. Um, yeah, I mean, just to, just to revisit it, Top 100 feels attainable. Um, it, it, feels like an impossible amazing goal when you first start like oh man i'll never be top 100 but imagine if i was like i'm oh yeah. god i'm so good and then over time you start to realize like oh this guy has a win on 
this top 100 player and I'm keeping up with this guy. And it's like, oh, this guy is a top 100 player and I'm keeping up with him. Oh, this person is like top 50 and I took a game. You know, like you you yeah. realize like the more people you play in that zone, the more attainable it feels because you are improving to that level. That is, you know, again, if you're putting in the work and, and putting yourself out there and improving. Mm-hmm. Content creation, yeah, there's so many other factors that come in that make it feel almost impossible at times and other times feel like, oh, this is in the bag. Like, I'm kicking ass. I can do this. So a few examples that I can kind of bring here. Um, you might hear my TikTok as I look for my um, my sister on here. Mm-hmm. My sister makes videos of, like, her kids. They're adorable. Um, That's, cute. That's cute. And she had one video go uh go pretty viral um there she is and the video was of her and my nephew here it is 1.2 million views she went hella viral right and um that's like the equivalent of let's say ryobi being wizro you you know or you get a huge win in when it comes to melee rankings, you get that one huge win. You show it to people for a whole year. They're like, oh, okay, you're top 100. Like, shoo in. Yeah. If you don't have terrible and, losses. Yeah, and they can't yeah. say, well, I don't think Wizrobe's like that great. You know? Like, right. They, it, it's like, it, bam. To a certain extent, it can't be denied from you. Right. But in this case, like, she got that thing and she got a good amount of followers from it. And then, you know, that's not enough. Like, that... that gets you only so far sometimes you get a super viral video and you know it's like that guy who um did the sea shanty thing that made it to my grandma's television on channel seven um Mm -hmm. because he was making music and one of them got super omega crazy viral that everyone knew about it and then he got like a record deal and he became you know successful from it that's the equivalent of winning the lottery right so it's like even if you do have something go crazy successful, it's not enough to carry. Sometimes it's like the other thing. So in my personal experience, I I don't know I, I don't complain about this as probably as, as much as I feel like it. But a couple years ago when I made a few of those songs, one of the songs I put out, I released it on Reddit. I like posted it, put it on Reddit, and that day, Ultimate was announced. Like the ultimate trailer came out. So, so no, got, yeah, nobody gave a single shit about this cheeky little melee video that I put up. Even though I spent like days recording it and like editing it and putting a video together with my friend and blah, blah, blah. Didn't matter. Ultimate was released. So I got, you know, I, I felt like I, oh shit, you know, I, I, I didn't get the attention it deserved or whatever. But that happens. Consistency will come up with that. So I made another video a, a month later, put it on Reddit, and that same day, for whatever reason, it was like Falco Day. And everyone was just posting videos of Falco that were hitting the front page. I'm just like, oh, here's another picture I drew of Falco. It was so stupid. But these pictures were blowing up. So anything yeah. else like didn't even cross people's minds. It just got completely buried in this meme wave of fucking terrible falco drawings so you know things things like that obviously there's there's ways to succeed like i didn't put a video out every day i didn't put one out you know i didn't follow up with consistency and there's so many ways to actually get to that level but when it comes to feeling attainable and feeling like you you know this is something that i can go it's a huge gut punch when you feel like it doesn't matter, you know, how strategic I am. Sometimes, you know, it's meme day and your shit doesn't get any views on it. Like people don't care for that day or sometimes ultimate gets announced. And so that's, yeah, that's the tricky thing about content creation in general is like sometimes, you know, it feels so out of your control that the only thing you can do is like set up a a situation for yourself where you truly almost in a Zen way, don't care about views and don't care about like who's watching it. It's just for yourself. Like I just want to make this cause I like making it and I'm, I'm happy to do it to no one. 
which is kind of a delusion because I don't think anyone truly makes content and hopes no one sees it, you know? Mm-hmm. So you have to almost like trick yourself into not caring about viewership or attention while doing the exact thing that makes you get viewership and attention. Yeah. So you have to like take success out of the equation and be like, no, I'm just here to to get better at my art and to express myself to doesn't matter how many people. And then all of a sudden you like make this one shit video and it, you know, everyone knows what it takes to go viral. So I'm not breaking any barriers talking about it, but that's why it feels so different, you know? And the, the only thing you could do is live with that chaos yeah. Um, and truly detach it from the thing we're used to, which is like, you know, trying to get PR'd in our region or, or improve at our melee or get top 100. Like you have to really separate those two goals as completely different things. And I guess yeah. that's, that's my answer. No, no, I completely agree. I think also the part about like, like, honestly, like, it's just like, just like when you think about how much of a lottery it is to like be good because like even like even with melee right like if you have a good game plan against like say i don't know like right like zane was always good at fox smart like he just sliced and diced foxes all day right Mm -hmm. when he first was coming up he didn't really have to change his game plan you know and and he got there and i think that's the thing is like when you do content creation it's like the minute it goes viral it's like Oh, okay. What's the next thing you're gonna do? Also, hmm. and and then having to like one up, not like one up that, but like until you get be a content creator, where it's like whatever you put out like is pretty fine, and you have a community that like or likes that idea, and it's expandable. It's it's tough, right? You have to kind of like try something completely different. Like I I recently got into um, Aatrox channel recently. And, like, it's really interesting, the mix of, like, he does, like, monkey ball stuff, he'll do other game playthroughs, he'll do stuff with Ludwig, he'll do, like, and he does, like, marketing Mondays, right? Because he's a, <laughs> he works in marketing. And and it's really weird, and it's it's kind of funny the way he presents it and stuff like that, but, like, to be able to have a series, right, where it's, like, oh, marketing Monday, haha, like, you know, takes a while, and it's a lottery, whether it's, like, is it a good idea and then is it like scalable also you know you don't have to scale good dash dancing in neutral you just you just do good dash dances in neutral you know right it's not like you get one stock it's like okay what am i gonna do now right right (laughs) you know and so i think that's like the the thing as well and and honestly like i think top 100 like i have just way more respect for content creators having like been and seen the content realm like through like more of a spectator's eyes honestly but like it's just so hard to like get the blow up that like someone deserves right like even like i mean like shout out for walt right but like everyone's talking about walt now and very justifiably and i loved like i didn't even know walt and i loved his montages even beforehand like the like the cyrox combo video is still one of my favorite videos by him mm-hmm. and he knows that but like <laughs> but like you know he hit the lottery like i you know with the axe april fool's day thing just the titling of it was perfect and people found it funny and people loved it i remember the, if you look at the views that blew up really really quickly and and then there are other things that took a little while right to to kind of get there and and now you know he you know people put out stuff and people are like sick walt right but he also like set up himself up and like put so much work into it right with that hour axe mini doc mm-hmm. you know he does commentary now you know shout, you know he he also has his own podcast shout outs to the mix up right like there's so many other things than just on top of just making content to like put him out there right to see like how good of a content creator he like already is and i think that's the difference is it's like it's more of like it takes blind luck and patience to just show how good you are already versus in melee it's so easy to just show when you're a better player yeah it's also easy to see when like show to yourself when you're a better player right yeah like yeah uh the this the early story of mine that i love talking about is like first learning how to wave shine 
And I think mm-hmm. every Fox player remembers. It's like, where were you when JFK died? Where were you when you learned how to wave shine? And the reason Apple was in the womb. I was, uh, yeah, I was in like the sperm of a sperm. But <laughs> it's, you know, it, it's so true because there are these milestones that we hit that are almost unrelated to anything ranking wise. It's just our own improvement. Like we remember um, being frustrated at something that now we can do it in our sleep. Like I can, you know, do a lot of tech as Fox that felt unimaginable to me when I first started playing. And that's true for anyone that's played over two or three years. It's like, you just, you evolve and that's why the game is so addicting and why it's like, so such a rewarding experience. You know, we've talked about all this. We don't have to go on and on, but when it comes to creating videos, like, yeah, there are things that I can do in premiere now. Like I know shortcuts for certain things. And I, you know, there was actually a cool moment where for my job, as I said, I'm like doing some, starting to do some content for my job. And I did Mm -hmm. a, a screen share of a video that I made and she had some edits and I could like take what she wanted in real time and make the edits. Oh yeah. Let's do this filter here. And let me just, okay. Once quick transition, do you like this? No shorter. Okay. Pop, 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 pop. And it was cool to see my competency in that, you know, be demonstrated like, oh, I could, that was pretty seamless. I didn't have to look anything up to, to do these fairly simple things, you know, but that somewhat exists. But realistically, it's it's really hard to see your improvement as um, a commentator or unless I'm listening to the first podcast versus the last one, hard to see the differences there and it it takes a little more like real self-confidence and like true understanding of yourself to be like you know what i am not going to derive my value from the success of these videos i'm i'm really going to focus on the the metaphorical dash dancing of this Mm -hmm. Like the real yeah. nuts and bolts. Did I put this together? Did I put it together in a way that doesn't burn me out? Like, am I able to consistently come back to it and like not feel like this is a sprint? You know, mm-hmm. those super soft skills, like the very um, intangible differences are what makes like, you know, any any content creator super frustrated and super happy at the same time um yeah i mean it's it's also like i i hope to see what the other side looks like like i think there's definitely a difference in when we first started versus now in terms of like viewership and attention and things like that but at the same time like i think you know we can we still have a lot to learn on how to develop those soft skills like how to realistically you know put out consistent content like everyone else does or to do better marketing or blah, blah, blah. Like those things are still ahead of us. So I guess we'll have to revisit this in in a year or whatever and be like, okay, this is what, this is what feels attainable now. You know, it's going to be a long journey. I I agree. And then kind of as closing thoughts, uh, Mm -hmm. I think the crazy thing, right. And why it feels attainable versus not attainable is like, you can wake up one day being a content creator (laughs) You can't wake up and be a good player, you know? Like, you're not going to wake up and be like, ah, I'm top 50 now, you know? I'm suddenly ranked 78, you know, nine in my head in in Melee, you know? And and a great example of that is, um, I want to really use this as a case study of, like, uh, Akalo versus Moxie 2D. So, Akalo, let's start with, yeah, let's start with, with Akalo first. Aklo didn't like wake up being a good player. Like even if you listen to him, like from his early days through our like during our one v one interview when he was playing PM, like he was a good player back then, and he got to become an even better player now. But he didn't. He wasn't like, and he just only wasn't able to like just compete at the tournaments because he prioritized school and stuff like that, which is very smart. People should do that. But you know, he didn't. You know. HNC happened and he was already a good player when that happened and then got the signal boost there. Mm-hmm. And then quarantine happened and he could net play 
and he got the signal boost there, and then he entered the Slippy Leagues and 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 that shit. But Aklo did not go viral. He was always that good of a player and just wasn't able to enter events, mm-hmm. right? Versus think of Moxie Two D, really great, really great content creator. Um, you'll remember him as the guy that used to make like all the old melee posters and like melee art, like back in like 2015, 2016. Okay. And and so like he made the Five Gods poster. He made like a like Leffen poster, like in a kind of like stylized animated fashion. But that's how I knew him, right? And and what's crazy is that like he recently he like quadrupled his like follower count on like YouTube and like his video views and stuff like that. Because Jaded Animations, like, rated him with, like, 200,000 people for his, like, Pokemon art lock. <laughs> right? And, yeah. like, in what world are you going to prepare for that? Right? And he made a really funny, good video about, like, the chaos that pursued, you know, after he got raided with these, like, 200,000 people or, or whatever. I, I, you know, and, and he woke up one day being viral. And and that just doesn't happen with melee, and and you know I think that's why people also really love melee because it's so tangible. You know, you don't wake up one day being a good basketball player, for example. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's definitely like there are a lot of things out of your control that all you can do is set yourself up for that to be. Uh, it's like I think in melee it's ninety ten right. There's ninety percent of your improvement is in your control. Ten percent is like on the day. What factors mm-hmm. tend to make you win over someone who's close to your skill? Like if it's a if yeah. it's a toss up, that ten percent is like what did the other person do to prepare? Like things that you can't really mm-hmm. pin down. But with content creation, it's almost like thirty seventy. Like thirty yeah. percent is in your control. You show up every day. You make the stuff. You get better. Blah blah blah. Because, you know, some people are so, like, some people are so undeniably good at art or music that eventually you know that as long as they just put the right stuff out there, they're going to get picked up. Like, they're yeah, good enough. Get caught. Like, you, the internet will discover them eventually. But, mm-hmm. you know what? The, the main, you know, subject of that sentence is, like, the internet will discover you. Like, you will not be you will not will yourself into success you know you just have to show up and like kind of raise your hand meekly and people are like hey you and you're like yeah and they're like oh let me i love you like come here join us you know and then you're in so as long as that like is i think understood then you know you're not gonna get burned out you're not gonna feel completely screwed by society and feel like everything's unfair you'll be like all right it's not my time yet let me keep showing up and putting in that solid 30 that i need you know yeah that was a fun question yeah fantastic question that was justin question aka doodle dudester um shout outs to the dudester (laughs) i need to play him soon indeed shout outs to the dudester after this um but yeah i think i think that wraps it up for today yeah any parting words that's that's about it um i think it's a good time to wrap up that was a brilliant question your boy needs to win an ebay auction for (laughs) for some cardboard and uh and that's like my closing (laughs) that's my closing argument yeah i gotta i gotta go time the dip on this dogecoin right now (laughs) yeah nice nice. i'm i'm not playing with my full portfolio anymore i'm i'm definitely glad Thank God. No, no. I was so stressed for you. Uh, it was never it, it was never my full portfolio. It was like a third of it. Now it's like a tenth of it. And that's smart. That's or good. maybe like three percent. But I'm seeing like, all right, how much can I flip from this Dogecoin with like a hundred bucks over two months? Like let, let's have some fun with it. Yeah, of course. Uh if you're also interested in stocks, join our Discord because we have a uh gambling money on the stock market uh channel that's actually been pretty active yeah yeah come have fun fun. that's it that's all we got man yeah dude as always pleasure we gotta get a longer session next week and happy valentine's day that's a dip that's that's a dip stonks if i've ever seen one stonks only go down all right man have a good wannabe stonks that's what we need to go rise (laughs) hold the line guys hold the line diamond hands baby uh have a good v-day man catch you later yeah Yeah, you too have a good